And now. Hello, Peggy Beanie here. Hi, everybody. I have Kevin Wheeler. He's back. Bitch, he's back. Say hi, Hoo-ah. Kevin. Hello. <laughs> Listen, Kevin's. Uh, Kevin was here last year, July 15th, and it was one of my strongest shows. Like, I got the most downloads i think the most or second my brother-in-law leo the roadie has was close but it was awesome i have to talk to him (laughs) i I don't like getting bumped (laughs) i don't even know if he bumped you but you guys are really close yeah so yeah it was one of my highest downloaded um shows and he he's got family here and he lives in arizona and so he comes here to see his parents right and and his friends and if you didn't listen to the first one shame on you because it was really good so kevin is a retired police officer correct Correct. and from detroit and he is also retired comedian Mm -hmm. yeah open up and oh you headlined at ridley's too oh yeah i I headlined at a lot of places yeah yeah uh, I always think about you opening for at Pine Knob for yeah uh, yeah Howie Mandel, Mandel yeah yeah that is, was that was just awesome. Would you say that was your best, like your favorite? Uh, yes, it was definitely the the highlight of my career. Uh, Fifteen thousand people opening for Howie. I mean, it doesn't get any better yeah. than that. Oh, you shit. know what I mean? Oh, my I mean, God. just it was, and he was a peach. I mean, he was so nice. Oh, that's uh, awesome! Off stage and yeah, and, uh, yeah, that was one of the 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 best experience in my comedy career. And I opened up for some other names, but that was you know, if I said it, if I never did comedy ever again, I had that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Hell so. yeah, that would be <laughs> yeah. I know. Was, oh uh, my god! The cheers hell. to Howie! Yeah, cheers to Howie! <laughs> cheers to Howie! <laughs> cheers to us! Mm. Cheers to us! I think you're my except for JC and Dean. You're my first, second time guests oh okay yeah right on yeah jc i think of more as a co-host sometimes right this is my friend that i work with gotcha that's awesome we're drinking bourbon and um so the last show he talked uh well let's get to the (laughs) we both had covid so it kind of delayed things a little bit yeah i was in town about probably about six months ago and i had to cancel on you because i thought i had covid at that point i lost my voice and i had the cough and and i know we were both bummed and but it was the right thing to do and but i made it through two years and i ended up getting COVID about seven seven weeks ago six seven weeks ago and i couldn't believe it i I just couldn't believe it i started (laughs) feeling and i didn't get the shot i'm i'm not anti-vax i'm just not gonna do it uh i don't feel comfortable with it but uh I, wo- I woke up one morning, I told my wife, I said, I'm not feeling well, and I slept in the other bedroom that night, and she checked on me in the morning, and she said, how are you feeling? And I'm like, I, I, I don't even, I have not felt like this in a long time. I said, I think I got COVID. And she went and got the test out of the cupboard. We keep those on hand now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I tell you, by the time I got that thing in my nose, I mean, that was dripping and this and that. So there was no problem with that. I put it in. And, you know, I think it says 
wait for 15 minutes for a result. No, I, I got that result in like three and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was hurting, uh, hurting for, you know, I had the, the lower back pain. I had aches. It definitely felt like that nasty flu, as yeah. they describe it, and a, a slight fever. And I called my brother-in-law, my wife's husband, or a, a my wife's sister's husband, and they had gone through it, the cycle, and but they got the hydrochloroquine. Oh, okay. So I called them. I wanted to jump on something right away because yeah. I felt really pretty bad. And I called them up. I said, you got anything left over? He goes, I'm sending the boys over with uh, about five, five days worth. And I took it immediately. And within one day, I, I lost the fever. Uh, it felt more manageable for mm-hmm. sure. But for the next 10 days, I was wiped out. I mean, energy level gone. Mm-hmm. But I definitely believe, and I jumped on the vitamins, the D, zinc combo, and I did all that. And uh, it took about 10 days. And I still, uh, I still, I didn't lose my taste, uh, uh, at least a certain amount of my taste uh, for food till the, like the fifth day, which was odd. It was about the fifth or sixth day. All of a sudden, I told my wife, I'm like, I can't taste this. You know, it, it doesn't taste right. And and I still have a little of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I came and flew into town a couple of days ago, and one of my best friends picked me up, uh, actually retired uh, sergeant detective. And I'm like, man, oh, man, we're going to go to Lafayette or American Coney <laughs> Island, right? We're going to oh, We were both jacked. And he got the COVID, too. And uh, a while back, and we got through like a half a coney each, and we were both like, this just doesn't taste the yeah. same. It doesn't taste right, you know? So hopefully, if that's the worst of it, I got that little long COVID, you know, yeah. caveat. Hopefully that'll go away. Okay, let me tell you what pisses me off. Okay. Let I got go. COVID too last yeah, month. I remember. I felt bad. I um, did both shots and a booster. And I, except for the, I didn't have a fever, I don't think. I don't know. I never really took my temperature, but I didn't feel like it. Dean did. Right. And he did the, almost ditto of what what you had. Mm. So I'm a little pissed off. Yeah, I would be too. (laughs) I mean, you know, you got robbed. Uh, Uh, Yeah, because, okay, I have lung issues. Well, I don't know about lung issues, but I always have respiratory. I always sound nasally, as you guys can tell. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I grew up with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... And I have, I go, I have AFib. I go into AFib maybe once a year. And, you know, I had pneumonia before. So I was like, okay, I'm old. I'm going to get the, sure. get all, I'll get all this shit. Totally and, I, it. and my kids wanted us to get it. Right. So we were like, and I was like, okay, what do I got to lose? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it didn't, Your I taste. don't feel like it helped got, me at all. No, you got a lot to lose. You I mean, I did taste. the ivermectin though. Yeah. And I and I remember asking you about that because I was trying to compare notes and because I thought the hydrochloroquine, which was totally downplayed by by Fauci and and the left, so mm-hmm. to speak, and even ivermectin, you know, they're oh, it's a horse tranquilizer. Well, I got mine from a drug dealer. Sure, right. <laughs> hey, go to the track there in Hazel Park, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, dude, cough I need, up a little yeah. uh, iver. I need some hay, uh, some hay, some fresh hay, and a little iver. That'll do me right. And yeah, so you like that's that's the madness of this whole thing is 
you know, everybody uh, get the shot once the shot's yeah. out. Everyone will cure it. You know, everyone acted like, oh no, 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 no. It's just gonna it'll lessen the hospital and this and that. And that isn't even exactly true. I, there are I people that still went to the fucking hospital. lies. Yeah. You know what? You know what else is what I did do wrong is I for I don't know why, but I, I was taking D. You know, like a yeah. tablet, D, zinc, and C in one tablet. Right. And I was taking that every day. Well, Cannonball. I, yeah. You're a I cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Cannonball. Dude, so I was, but I put on weight and I started um, fasting. Oh, really? So I didn't take the D because it would make my stomach upset. Ah. Uh, so I was doing yeah. that for two weeks, didn't lose a pound, and I got COVID. <laughs> Starve a cold, feed a fever. I don't know. What is that old saying? I don't, <laughs> I don't remember, but. Feet of cold, start a fever, yeah. feet of fever, start so, a cold. And I'm still yeah. coughing all over the yeah. place. But well, you anyways. look good. You, oh, well, thank you. You lost the weight, right? Good <laughs> <laughs> luck. Oh, no. So anyways, you guys, um, Kevin is uh, ex-retired cop. Yeah, we that, <laughs> that you said that last time. We've got to get the ex out of there. Retired honorably. X can can lead to a lot of uh, I don't know misinformation, so to speak. I did you know, like first. I took a couple kilos home and I became an ex cop. Yeah, you know. So now he's retired, but honorably, <laughs> honorably. Right. Right. Well, I just gotta give him shit, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we boy, we were talking upstairs. Whoo, hang on, everybody, because we got some shit going on. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and we're trying to solve everything. Everything we're gonna everything we're gonna try to cut a little bit. The entire world's problems, right? Uh, a little bourbon, and uh, yeah, we we'll solve it. <laughs> two two uh, crazy. Uh, I don't know what we are. What do you consider yourself a conservative or libertarian or? Well, I'm definitely uh, my wife. Is is actually a libertarian, mm-hmm. and she's when our conversation is like, oh, you're definitely a libertarian, and I consider myself a Republican, mm-hmm. conservative with a lot of liberal tendencies, and I actually took a little test online, and I came up like ninety two percent libertarian, and so that's kind of where I'm at, you know. Uh, I, I believe in hey, work hard, pay your taxes, be generous where you can. Um, but leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, leave me alone. You know, I, I believe in guns, and uh, you know, a well-armed society is a happy society. Mm-hmm. And I personally have saved—I don't know how many lives—off duty because I had my weapon. And you know what I mean? It, it's those stories don't get told, so you don't hear the end of it. But um, yeah, I'm totally—I'm I'm a libertarian, uh, and I'm, I'm leaning more conservative. You know, the older you get, you, you realize, you know, my parents were, uh, we. I, I grew up in a split household, Democrat, Republican, that kind of, you know, uh, cut out each other's vote, so to speak, or yeah. erased each other's vote. But, but it was discipline. It was, you know, do the right thing, be a good person. Uh, you know, that's all conservative viewpoints, yeah. you know, and... The one thing that kind of disturbing to me used to be traditional liber- traditional, liberal, traditional liberal, right? Right. Too back in the right, day. right, yeah, right. And and I, you know, again, I don't have a problem with liberals in the sense of how you want to be a little more free with your kids, but in the long run, generally, there's more problems because you know you run a tight ship, you you, you don't sink. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Yeah, you know? I agree. And and you earn everything in between, so. So, as a police officer, the, I am confused a little bit why they're letting people 
retail steel. What is? I don't. I don't get it. it I mean, it's like, is is it? I don't know. I don't get it. It, it it's I, I I don't even get it to be honest with you. I I the the mindset of what's going. On. Look, New York just recently took away uh, uh, immunity, you know, for cops and. And people think, oh, my God, this qualified immunity is... What does that mean? What do you mean? Well, so as a police officer and, and, and other professions, you know, there are so many mistakes that can be made. But as long as you're doing your job at the best of your ability, uh, you know, let's say you're chasing a bad guy in a car and you, and you get in a car accident and, and somebody may even get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're covered. You're, you're protected. It's like a form of insurance. Um, you're, it's not going to come out of your pocket. They can't sue you. Oh, because uh, you were just doing your job. You were doing your job. Oh, I and, see. And, okay. and things happen, you know. I mean, judges have qualified immunity. You can't sue them. Uh, if you look that up, you'll, you'll oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard and you, that. You've yeah, got to yeah. have it. You've got to have it because judges deal with so many cases and this and that. Oh, you're racist. You're biased. You're this or that. And there are times when uh, if you can prove egregious, you know, situation that qualified immunity doesn't apply anyway. But to take it away, I mean, New York lost 1,500 cops this last year, uh, either to retirement or resignation. And I would have, I'm telling you, if I was a young police officer and they took away qualified immunity, I'm done, I'm gone. I'm not going to jail for murder because a bullet I fired and hit the bad guy bounced off a piece of wood and took out somebody's cat or or a human being or whatever and you gotta you're gonna pay for that you're going to prison you can't have people work under those conditions no you can't and that's why and it's all part of that defund the police uh that secret backdoor way to defund the police and now this is where we're at the crime is off the hook in new york and oh my god it was such a cool my brother-in-law just went there for work yeah and he was there Years ago, when it was nice, mm-hmm. and he fe- he told us he felt really he told Dean he felt really uncomfortable there. Like that's crazy. If he I, never goes back. He's and he was like in by NBC, you know, sure, and sure. all that stuff. Oh, it doesn't matter. I I've been I, I have a buddy, a couple, and my cousin. Uh, they're both actors. You wouldn't necessarily know them, but they've been in things. They made a a, a good living, a comfortable mm-hmm. living. And I used to go to New York twice a year. Uh, through the 80s and the 90s and I saw the transition it went from I mean I carried my weapon there and maybe even illegally I'm not even sure but but I had it <laughs> with me and and they Giuliani came in cleaned it up and I'll tell you what it was wonderful oh, and so I mean, yeah. was there twice during yeah the oh and so then much fun. I think Dinkins took over People were so happy oh yeah and people were so skinny yeah, yeah. Skinny. skinny and good-looking yeah. people all over oh, that yeah. city. Listen, they walk all over. Well, it's a town Broadway of yeah, it's a town models. of models and actors. God, I remember and, being in the subway and looking at these people like, "Fuck, I'm ugly." Oh, <laughs> well, it's hard. I I've, I've been to L.A. and New York and everywhere, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not pretty compared to these people." Uh, I've been in bars, and I'm like, "Yeah, that guy is this handsome, very mother- handsome guy. He's a handsome old foe, yeah. and I'm not gay." <laughs> Oh, and nothing wrong with being gay. I'm just saying, like he's cute as fuck. <laughs> but you know what? I, I um, you don't see this crime in uh, like Hollywood where there's security. You don't see this. It's all well. Where? You don't see it in like the Hollywood Hills. You definitely have. You know, I lived in Los Feliz, which is kind of east 
Hollywood there. And and oh, I guess that's what I meant. In the rich yeah, area. totally. I get it. I just wanted to make it yeah. clear for the audience yeah. because you know it's it's the homeless are. I used to, in fact, when I was out in L.A., I would work out at there was a Bally's. I don't know what it's called now. It's something else, but um, you know, I'm not even told. I don't remember what it's called now. But I would I would get a couple of dollar uh, uh, burgers because there was always a guy on the corner who said, you know, hungry. Can you spare some yeah. money or food? And I'd roll down my window and I'd, I'd throw two or three burgers at him after I got a workout in. And he he was dancing in the street. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? And you drive a couple miles down the street and you think you're in, you know, uh, some third world country. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it, literally, I, I I welled up. I, I teared up. Yeah. Because this is, Amer- this is 20 years ago. Okay. No, this is back in the, you know. I don't know, God, uh, over 20 years ago, back in the early 20s when I moved out, uh, 2000s, I'm sorry. And uh, I, it, it, like it's it's like quadrupled or, you know, I don't know, to the 10th power. I don't even know what it is now, but it was bad back then. And I don't get it. I, I don't know what they're doing. I, I just don't know what they're doing. I uh, don't either. And other than making just... other than making it easier for the for the I say bad guys, but I, you know. Whatever, what you know, to make it easier for people that aren't right, mm-hmm. you know. Does uh, it break your heart to see what's happening with the police? Oh, the absolutely, absolutely. I was on in the in the mid '80s when when the crack epidemic just, I mean, it was at its height. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took cities by storm. Yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah, and you know, uh, and we were shot at, and we were, you know. Uh, I, I was in shootouts. I, I took a life. I, I've been shot and blah, blah, blah. But these guys now, uh, I, you know, almost don't want to give it up. Like, oh, it was as bad as it was back when I was a kid. It's horrible now. Yeah. I mean, we had targets on our back. These guys have, you know, I mean, they're being ambushed. Yeah. You no know? respect either. None. Well, you, why'd you get shot? What happened? Well, I'll tell you, it was, uh, it was a... Uh, reoccurring there was a a drug house that i literally i told my partner i said i'm closing this mf or down i don't care what it takes it's it it one of those things that it just drove me crazy i could see the dope deals going down all day long it was like a burger king drive-through and and the zombies they were creating and the people that were dying and ODing and this and that i so we set up surveillances on and off and uh one faithful night, uh, I was setting up for, uh, what I did is there was a garage that faced this building where they would literally lower the dope down. You'd walk up and the code was, yo, yo. And the can would come down and they would say, give me eight or give me six. And yo, would, yo, that's the best they could think of. Yeah, yeah, yo, yo, right. <laughs> it's like, hey, Pookie, yo, yo. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it was simple, easy to remember. You know. Sorry, go. Ahead. That's all right. No, it's all good. And and the can would come down on a string, and they would say, "Give me six, meaning six rocks of crack." Uh-huh. You know, and they would put the money in the can. The can would go up. You know, they take the money. The crack would come down, and so this went on twenty four seven. All day long, and I we were doing different things, locking up the buyers for the most part. And when we raided, it was so well fortified that by the time we got up, they had gotten rid of everything, flushed mm-hmm. it, whatever, you know. And one night, we set up a surveillance, and 
I found a guy in my little surveillance spot. It was a, a vacant garage that I had drilled a little hole uh, with a hand drill that I bought myself. So I had this little peephole that I could watch the deals go down. And uh, But he was in there, and we startled each other and turned into a fight. And he, I saw him drop all the dope he had, you know, I don't know how many packets. And uh, the fight was on, and he fell on top of me. My weapon came out of my holster, and I could just hear it bounce past my head. I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble now. And he got a hold of it first, and the fight was on. He got shot me through the hand. On the downswing, he got me through the hip, uh, grazing off the So hip. he shot you twice? Twice, yeah. Holy shit. And uh, I remember in my head, you know, I, I thought to myself, I cannot die in this garage. My mother will kill me. <laughs> you know? And, and I mean, that instinct just kicked in, and, yeah. and I'm fighting with my better hand left. And I got the gun back. And he got around outside the gun. You were shot, and you shot. fought, and got the gun back. Oh, yeah, I got the gun back. That, and there's some adrenaline, Oh, eh? man. Holy oh, shit. I lit up the side of that garage. I could hear him running, and I was boom, 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 boom. Did em- you kill him? Emptied a magazine. I hit him, and I only say that because we never caught him. Uh, he got away that night, but they found the blood trail. So I think I, I nicked him. You know, oh, okay. It was all defensive, retreat, fire, and blind. I yeah, could, right. Couldn't yeah. see the other side of the garage, and I was aiming low because I didn't want to hit anybody. You yeah. Know? Uh, and wow, that's yeah, crazy. crazy. Yeah, crazy. And that's like a movie. Yeah, yeah. What's well, uh, yeah? I'll tell you what. It was it was crazy. And my partner got me to the hospital, and you know, you'd think somebody had died as much as I was. Every time my heart beat. The blood would just pump out of my hand like it would shoot three, four feet. Oh, you know, shit. so I'm trying to cover that up, and you know, I hit a oh, he hit a main vein, you know, artery, or artery, you know, and I got the scar, and my hand has recovered somewhat. I still don't have feeling in a couple of my fingers, and wow, whatever. But uh, I made it, and uh, you know, about two weeks later, they they I got called down to homicide, and they had locked the guy up that was bragging on the street saying he was the one that shot me and you know for the love of god it was dark he was a very dark Mm african-american and uh i'm very good with with i mean i almost have a photographic memory with faces but i could not pick him out of the lineup and you know everybody of course was very disappointed uh, uh, no more than me you know But obviously, I wasn't going to put something on somebody right. if I wasn't 100% sure. Right. But uh, long story short, I'll tell you this. I'll add to this that um, it's about 15 years later. This was a while ago. 15 years, I got a phone call from, a, from a, a, a partner of mine, one of my partners. And the guy that they believe, and I do believe in my heart of heart that he probably was the one that mm-hmm. shot me, um, was killed. And... Mm-hmm. and the relief that came over me, uh, you know, I carried that sword, that revenge uh, yeah. of Gideon in my mind. I was like, oh, if I get my hands on him. And it took it away, and I thanked him for calling. And I hung up. I wept for like five minutes, just just that release of, you know, everything. Yeah. And I, I slept for like six hours. Wow. <laughs> I took a nap. I went to bed for six hours. I got up and I had a pizza, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm alive." <laughs> you know, and he isn't, and he isn't, and you know, it is what it is. Wow. But uh, but yeah, what a 
what a closure to to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, I, I can Were you surprised you reacted that way? I was. I was because I, I, I had tried to forgive and forget. Yeah. And I know it, you're Christian. And, right. Yeah. And let that go. Yeah. And uh, I just welled up. And and I thank God because, again, he took away this this be in, in the back of your mind of like someday, I you know. And I had buddies that knew who the, where this guy was. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to like, you know, sound nefarious. I'm like, guys, look, don't anything stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just, you know, it, yeah. it'll, it'll work itself right. out. Yeah, yeah. And it did. And it did. And it did. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I know last time we talked about PTSD and I know that you were, we talked about um, Suzanne's brother passing. Yeah. But yeah. we didn't, you've had some other Friends oh, yeah. or uh, yeah. police officers, correct? Yeah, I lost several uh, on the street uh, to to gun gun violence, uh, and and I lost more more than not. I lost five to suicide, and I called my crew. I worked with them uh, on and off, all of them. Uh, Suzanne, my wife's brother, was I worked with them, and they, uh, you know it. It's something that it's very hard to talk about and, and get people to understand that, you know, Detroit killed them and, and they didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. They didn't even know it. I mean, the the sad, I mean, you're basking in a sea of of apathy, you know, yeah. and and you see the, 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 just the lowest of low in life. I mean, people who um, abuse their children, mm-hmm. abuse their wife you know they murder their friends and and it transcends color it transcends all that it's it's just you're basking this negativity and and some some people don't have those coping mechanisms i don't i don't honestly know how i didn't i mean i i'm sure i had thoughts of that i remember laying down my bed and asking god just let my heart stop yeah i remember you saying that yeah yeah that's right probably last show um you know, it just—it's just so overwhelming, and you got to get up, and you got to drag yourself to work and do it again. And you know, you lose a little—a little kid gets gunned down uh, accidentally, mm-hmm. catches a stray bullet, whatever the case is, and you got to take that home with you, and you got to digest it and do something uh, to make a positive out of it. And you can't always do that. You can't always do that, and so so it festers in you, and and. You know, it broke my heart. Every, every suicide, every loss, uh, just just broke my heart. And, yeah, I yeah. Can't even imagine. Yeah. And you were all in like, I forgot um, what you did. It wasn't uh, you were in a special task force. Yeah, or we right? were. We were. Uh, I guess they consider special ops, special yeah. operations, and you know, uh, we were elite. Yeah. <laughs> and I say that you know with humility, but. Um, we we went after the bad 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 guys and and that was it guns dope uh, you know gangs uh, chop shops you know where they cut up the cars uh, anything any felons you know the, the felons that we could get we got and when when you're doing that you're gonna you're gonna run you're, gonna, you're asking for trouble yeah you know yeah no but kidding. I lived off it I mean I, yeah. I fed off it I loved it you know yeah. um, every bad guy I I felt in fact I got depressed. Uh, when when the, someone got away, yeah, you know, um, I'm very fast. I was agile. Um, very very rarely did someone get away, but when they did, 
I, I just couldn't let it go. I mean, I just felt like a failure. Yeah. You know? Wow. And 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 that's just not good, obviously. <laughs> uh, it's probably yeah. why I got into comedy down the road. Yeah, uh, right. You know, to, to have some fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God dang. Yeah. Do you have any, like, well, to lighten it up a bit? So yeah. I have... This is like so lame that I'm bringing this up, I guess. But I'm sure you have some funny, um, funny things. Maybe I do. I do. Um, they're they're very few and far between. <laughs> but I'll say that you know um, this th- this is a true story. Uh, we're I was not working. Uh, I don't think we were playing clothes that day. Uh, I think we we're in uniform. Uh, it doesn't matter. But we got to run to meet a woman on a, a B&E, which is a breaking and entering. And so we pull up on the run, and there's this, actually a, a, a very attractive uh, uh, black woman in her in her 30s, maybe mid-30s, mm-hmm. and you could tell she was a nurse. She had scrubs on, yeah. you know, or she was a medical assistant or something. Right. So we start talking to her, and she's like, listen, I just, I'm a nurse at DRH, Detroit Receiving, and I just got off shift. My front door was ajar, and and I hear there's somebody in there. Ooh. There's somebody inside. And so my partner and I were like, okay, you know, we got this. Stay out here, you know. Maybe get back in your car. We're gonna go in there and we're gonna clear the house. We're gonna we're gonna figure this out yeah. for you. And so <laughs> we go to the front door, and we do we hear some noise in the back, and so we start, you know. Hey, kitchen clear. I clear this room. I we we work our way to the back bedroom, and we can hear this this oh, buzzing no. noise, right? And and so I look at my partner, and we already knew. We always knew. I went I went high. He went low. Or <laughs> vice versa. We always had our idea. We're going to hit the door. You go low. I go high. So so we. I step back and I kick this door, and the door opens. And here's this woman's cat on the bed with this spinny head uh, uh, sexual <laughs> dildo or, or vibrator. And the cat literally somehow turned this vibrator on and it was like hitting it in the nose. It's going meow, 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 And this cat's in a fight with this vibrator. So my partner and I are cracking up, right? We're like, all right, we got to compose ourselves. We got to go out and let this woman know what's what, right? So we go out, and I said, listen, this is what happened, and this is what we found. And I'm like, no worries. I'm like, I just need your name for a report. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, Lord. I don't, no, you don't need my name. Just go. Want to go. Oh, my God. God, Lord. I'm so Oh, please just go, officers. Just go. And we, we got a kick out of that. She was a sweet soul, and uh, the cat found the... The treasure box oh there. God. The pussy found the, <laughs> yeah. the dildo. The, the pussy found the, <laughs> yeah. Again. Right. How many jokes did you guys do like yeah. that? Oh, my, oh my God. God. That, that was, is awesome. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> another one, I'll tell you, that comes to mind. Um, we, we got we backed up a buddy uh, on a run, and it was two missing girls. And the mom and uh, the mother and the father were there to greet us. And I'm listening to the story, kind of just like said, so, you know, whatever we can do to help out. And the father's all mad, and he's kind of this macho dude who, you know, uh, I know they're out with their boyfriends, and they're probably getting the, you know, 
whatever, having sex and blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to keep it clean. And and so I'm like, well, I'm going to need to see some birth certificates and things and this and that, some identification. You have pictures. So the last name was Cox. And I, I again, I'm not making this up. The, the, the family last name was Cox, C-O-X. The girl's name was Nita and Hatta. <laughs> I, 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 if I hadn't seen the birth certificates, I, I wouldn't have believed it. Now, now to add to that, their middle names were both Lotta. No way. Need a lot of cocks, had a lot of cocks. If you're not setting your kids up for failure, I, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, that is a true God is honest story. And my buddy got to run and we backed him up. And so we're out looking. Yeah, be on the lookout for Hatta and Nita Cox. <laughs> You know, 12 and 14-year-old black females uh, go to Johnson & Johnson School. I, You know, I don't know. Oh, it my was ridiculous. God. It was ridiculous. But those are little things you kind of kind of got to laugh at yeah. and have fun with. What I, I don't even want to know the source or the origin of how that happened. Yeah. But, you know, you do your job. Or they you have know. a good sense of humor. Right, right. Well, Dad, I think Dad had everything to do with that. Oh, this would be funny, you know. All right now, real funny. Your kids are gone and not so funny. But they they found them. We found them. Oh, so so that's good. Happy ending. Yeah, you know. So well, let me tell you a little funny story. It's not as good as that that I did, but I got pulled over right around the block from my house, <clears> and <throat> at the time I had a van because I had my own little business. And the cop pulls me over. Now, I always seem to get out of tickets. It drove my sister crazy. <laughs> That's I awesome. I always got out of tickets. She goes, I don't get it. She always, I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. I don't know why, but I get out of them. Yeah. So I used to drink Diet Coke, and they had like a like a plastic, like a, I don't know, storage area in the, so right. it was a big van on the, on Go, the gotcha. driver's yeah. side. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. So I had all these Diet Cokes in there. And the guy pulls me over. I was speeding down Canal, and he goes, uh, you know you were speeding? I go, yeah. You know, I think I admit it. I can't remember. He goes, can I see your registration and insurance? Yeah. And it's on the bottom, underneath all right. these Diet Cokes. Right. So, empty. So, I'm pulling these Diet Cokes, and it was like a, it was like a comedy. Oh, my and God. I, and when I... When was this? How long ago was this? Oh, man. Are you talking about Probably, years ago? Yeah. It was oh, okay. a long time ago. Gotcha. I lived in Sterling Heights like 10, 15 years ago. Right. So um, I'm pulling, I'm, and then I start laughing. You know that laughing that you do that sure. you can't? And then he starts laughing. <laughs> so we're both, because the absurdity. There's a nervous laugh. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. The absurdity of me throwing all these, and then I kind of added to it, you know. Right, right. And then he goes, never mind. <laughs> That's good. Thank God he wasn't a Pepsi guy, right? <laughs> Holy shit, you probably would have been in trouble. Yeah. Bitch, go so, ahead, keep throwing those. I, I want to see the, yeah. So yeah. that was my fun. I oh, know that's kind of, I got more, but. No, that's all right. And your sister hated you, right? Oh, yeah. She, God damn it, you always get Everybody always knew get somebody like that. They yeah. got out of their tickets. And, I don't know. What? And, why is that? I, you know, I, I'm telling you, I, honestly, from a cop perspective, if if you could make me laugh or you're just pleasant and whatever, I gave way, way more warnings than I ever wrote tickets. You usually have to ask for a ticket. If I pulled you over and you're I got nothing better to do, you know, I wasn't doing that, you know, more than likely you run the name. Even then I would I'd still let people go and say, Hey, just wise up and slow down or whatever. 
But, you know, there are cops out there, and that's just the way it is. Uh, if you're a jerk, you're going to get a ticket. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm always nice. Yeah, exactly. It'd be nice. And you know what? At least if you're nice, you're still going to feel better about yourself, and they're probably going to give you a lesser situation. Yeah. You know, if you're going 15 over, they'll write you up for three yeah you know right and, and then sometimes they don't show up record right exactly you know okay so i'm going to switch gears a little bit um as a police officer what do you think about um all these new gun laws that they're trying to implement like the red flag right. and yeah like the 18 to 21 i'm actually uh i'm i'm very commonsensical about that uh, Michigan's always had, first of all, Michigan's always had, I, I don't, I have to look and do some research. I don't know who doesn't have background checks, but what states, but I've always been under the impression that most states have background checks. I'm all for it. Yeah. I, I'm all for, you know, uh, a week, you know, you got to let, let the background go through and, and double check everything. And you got to wait to pick up yeah. the gun a week later. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely for raising the, the age to 21. Okay. Um, everything. I'm a little surprised at that. Well, I'll tell you why. Because you know, if you got to wait till you're 21 to get a, a pistol or a handgun that's semi-automatic, why why would it make sense to give a kid a rifle that's semi-automatic at 18, uh, which you can shorten anyways into almost a pistol, a pistol type, type form. Uh, so, but I also believe this. Let me. The caveat on that is. I also believe that uh, none of our boys or young women should be soldiers either until 21. So if, if you can't buy a gun till you're 21 or a, a semi-automatic rifle, you also shouldn't be able to carry one as a soldier uh, till you're 21. You know yeah, what I mean? And sense. either go the other way and make it 18 for, for soldiers can drink. and you know, like, Soldiers can't actually buy bullets because if they're 18 or 19... You got to be 21 to buy bullets. So you literally could have a police officer who's 18 or 19 who can carry a weapon because they're a police officer, but they can't buy bullets. Yeah. That's just, that's retarded, you know, in the definition sense of retarded. I know Um, a lot of, a lot of people say the reason why they get young people, 18, 19 year olds, is because they're still young and kind of dumb. Well, you can indoctrinate them. Right. And so... Get but, them in the service. But if you look at, you know, a, a voluntary army, which is what we have. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's no, no draft. Right. Uh, m- most of our, the average age of our military now is over 21, I believe. Yeah. And, and so. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. No, okay. I'm, I'm going to take a stab at that. And yeah. A listener could question that. But yeah. I'll, I'll bet you I'm spot on that it's over, you know, in Vietnam it was 19. Yeah. But there was a draft, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, that's true. In a modern yeah. army, it's right. it's all voluntary, and and I would say that the median age is twenty one or over, mm-hmm. twenty two probably or probably more like twenty five even. Uh, but yeah, so in the red flag laws, as far as those go, the, uh, you got to be careful with those because I could make a joke on with a friend on Facebook, and all of a sudden, you know, they're like, "Hey, we're red flagging you and taking your mm-hmm. stuff." You know, all I'm saying is they got to be really, really specific mm-hmm. when it comes to the flight, red flag laws. Uh, you know, you've got to have every little, you know, situation covered. And, you know, if I say, yeah, oh, God, I could strangle that person or. Yeah. Do, what, you get to come get my guns? No, yeah. no. Sorry, negative. That do not work my, like that. My yeah. thought on that is, first of all, I don't think it should be federal. 
Um, right. And so it's, it's state I kind of yeah yeah okay. But I don't I don't agree with the red flag law. Right. Right. Well, I, let, let me explain why I don't like it because okay, like this Johnny Depp thing. Right. So she could have said he's a whack job, mm-hmm. and you know exactly. they could have absolutely know. okay. So they come in, take his guns away before trial. Right. So Johnny Depp, being wealthy, can hire a lawyer, go to court, and get his guns back, prove that he's not. Right. But you and I, you and I, right? It's a it's a process. A fucking right. Or a guy in Detroit that's trying yeah. to protect his family. Absolutely. Or a woman that's single. Absolutely. And someone says she's crazy, just like Amber Heard did to Johnny Depp. I, I mean, I I think there's just two. I agree. Power and I agree. And until you can prove to me that you can avoid the situations you're talking about, I am 100 percent against the red flags. Yeah, Uh, I'm open minded to listening. Yeah, I am too. And and you know, there was a guy I listened to the Hugh Hewitt in the mm -hmm. morning a lot of times, not all the time because sometimes he drives me crazy. But right, he has some really good thoughts on this red flag. And um, a police officer called in, was saying that um, getting the police involved. I, I'm sorry, I wish I could remember the details, but yeah, it was right. like I was like, hmm, that doesn't sound so bad. It would, it would have been local, right? Um, and uh, he also talked about what Israel does. I think I put that on Facebook one time to move to this one, and Israel hasn't had a right, hasn't had a shooting like. Uh, the one we had at the right. school since seventy eight or seventy four, I can't remember. Sure. Well, I'm I'm a firm believer, and I I, I think I'm a hundred percent correct, and I don't think it's debatable. Mm-hmm. If we enforced our current laws, mm-hmm. our current gun laws, yeah, that's for real. And I'm and when I say enforce them with prejudice, in the sense of I don't I don't mean prejudice skin color wise, or or I'm saying, bam, this is it. Right. You know, it's two years. You get caught. It used to be you get caught with a gun. One with a gun will get you two. Two yeah. years. Well, that turned into probation. Yeah. That turned into three, four offenses. You're just asking for trouble. So, listen, you know, sweat the little things now, mm-hmm. and they've turned into big things. The problem with that is, on the left, especially the Democrats, is they know that means that there are going to be a, a, a far disproportionate amount of minorities filling the prisons and and we could go in for two hours about why that is but culturally uh and what's going on that you'd have to build more prisons and they, that's why some of the, they're letting some of these people out with on three or four or five gun charges and and they want to make it racist and this and i'm like look enforce the gun laws across the board and and even for hunter biden yeah, there you go. Great example. Even for the rich fuckers. Start off with him. <laughs> Make him the yeah. sacrifice. Hey, hey, Biden, really? You want to talk that way? Yeah. Then then offer up your son because he needs to go to jail. Yeah. And and if you want to, you know, strengthen ownership laws and, and, and enforce the gun laws now, he should be in prison for two years. Yeah. Uh, hey, oh, I, that's old school. I, I, you know? I don't, this this makes me crazy. I don't mm. understand why any black or Jewish or minority would be for uh, getting rid of the Second Second Amendment. They're not. They're not. I, I guarantee you they're not. And that's, again, a form to me. That's the real form of but racism. But they're voting that way. They're voting for the Dems that want because to get rid be, of it. Because they're being indoctrinated and convinced. But the bottom line is all these things they implement 
actually hurt minorities. They're, exactly. They're actually it racist. It drives me crazy. They're, they're more racist with these policies than they realize. They think, you know, like this whole white supremacy concept of, oh, yeah, oh, we're going to get more white guys on this. If we do this, we're going to get more white people in violation. And what? And, and put them on probation? Or what do you put them in prison? The bottom line is, if you enforce this, you're hurting minorities. Exactly. Period. Period. So, you know, uh, go ahead and make it tougher to get a, a, a gun. But now it's discriminating against a, a black female, mm-hmm. a black Latino. Right. A black, you know, because now they can't, you know, get this or that. Because, they can't protect themselves. Right. Exactly. And Exactly. Against the government, too. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Harriet so. Tubman, she used a gun. Now, it, you know, and that's a great, I'm glad you brought that up because it is, it, it frosts my... These fucking oh, Hollywood people sit there and go, get rid of the guns as they sit right. up in there like... Well, and they're also, um, they don't want to admit it, but they're part of the problem. You know, you're talking about all of them romanticize guns. and, and Yeah, they make money off their yeah, Everything's about bombs and even Top Gun. Hey, great movie, everyone's saying. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But everything's about, you know... Uh, really male and now female toxic you know yeah toxic males and females and oh it's bad but you know but come out and spend your money i'm gonna kill look at what's that one movie um uh there's a series of them now where he just kills everybody i mean he just uh god i wish i knew we were talking not reacher uh the one with uh i should know this um oh my god uh how old are you? <laughs> what's his name? What's his name from? I'm sorry, I'm blanking here, but what's his name that uh, was in uh, Bill and Ted's Adventure? Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, what's, his, what's that one? Um, Wick or Wick? Yeah. John Wick. Oh my God, thank you. Sorry, audience. I mean, that guy literally—they kill his poppy, and he kills like two thousand human beings. Now, I'm a, I'm in agreement with that. You kill my puppy, I'm going to kill 2,000 human beings. I will. You, what, what, really? You, okay, you looked at my puppy. I'll kill you. You know, you got five puppies. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, I got five. He's a dog guy. I got five doggies and two cats. If you, if you kill them, I will kill you every, I will go back 100 years in your lineage. But, and I, you know, obviously I'm being funny. We're trying to be funny yeah. here, but. But it's it's you know you can't you can't have a guy running around with a nine millimeter reloading like a like a ninja god whatever and and don't think that doesn't affect people right you know what I mean yeah uh, that scenario would never play out in reality um, <laughs> other than if you kill my dog I'll kill you you know um, oh anyways I'll get red flag for that I'm sure of it no. oh yeah see you you're know? done right I'm done. <laughs> Oh, oh. So yeah, James Craig. He, I don't know why this jumped in my head, but sure. he he when he started um, when he became our police chief, he said, "If you can legally own a gun, go buy one." I, and then I went. I love this guy. Uh, I don't know if I like yeah. him now though. But yeah. Um, well, um, what do you do? What do you do recently? Uh, nothing. Okay, this is, you're going to think I'm an idiot, but I listened to um, you know, Charlie LaDuff. Sure. And he goes through all the, all the, um, and I don't know. I, he just kind of disappointed me. Well, with some of his, some I, of his stuff. I, 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 I haven't wrote yeah. him off, but I asked because initially I didn't like him. Like that. Initially, yeah. I didn't like him. And Charlie Duff, I've been 
I mean, I got to love hate with him too. I mean, yeah. he's he's you know borderline nuts. I know. Uh, you know I, I, mean? I just love him. But and, and I get it. You're nuts too. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, everybody gets along yeah, on a, you know, it's a crazy on a nut word. farm. But no, I I uh I get where you're coming from. I did not like uh the chief at first uh, from afar and then then I got to know him and I heard people in Detroit saying this is the best guy we've had and I, I worked under a couple of corrupt chiefs. So so I started hearing this intel and I'm going, All right, well this guy's for real and there were some issues in the beginning, but but I think all in all, I think this guy has got Detroit in his heart. I think he's got yeah. Michigan in his heart. Isn't that and cool? We had no bullshit with BLM. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. He shut that down. He did. That's how you do that. See, that, yeah. that that's my thing. Hello. When someone's <laughs> marching down the street going, kill cops, you shut it down. Yeah. Hey, New York, They're gonna shut it the fuck down. All these people are... Yes. All this money in the Detroit. Yes. No, no, you don't. You don't it up? get uh-uh. to do incite violence. That's like screaming fire in a theater, and that's why I love people like that. I don't care what people think. Shut it down and let's talk. Okay, we'll figure this out. I get it. Whatever, but you don't get to do. And that's that's why Detroit didn't have those problems. I know, and you know? I really think if he didn't do that, I still don't think it would have happened. Well, maybe it would have, but I think. Because it's all so new and so nice down there. I mean, I know it's not perfect. Well, you know, um, like any any other major, Chicago, whatever, I think Detroit would have folded. I think those people would have ran. Um, a lot of those people are chicken hawks. They bought those buildings for nothing. Yeah, and they're, know. you know, they're and making... And it was subsidized. Right. Uh, a ton of it was subsidized. That's part of what Charlie DeDuff's right. pissed off about. Right. Well, I, 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 I saw the article about... Uh, they spent seventeen million dollars on a like seventeen unit. They, they re- refurbished a church, and it's like four or fifteen one bedrooms and two two bedrooms for seventeen million. Everybody made money on that, and and it's still like for a one bedroom, it's like nine hundred dollars. And they're like, oh yay, oh we we uh, we're providing for the poor and the in the. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I think Leduff covered that too. Yeah. You know, that's what I like about it. Yeah, he's I do. crazy enough to yeah to yeah. cover that shit. And he right. he really doesn't give a shit. No, and he does it out of his basement, just right. like me. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I'm not a journalist. Right. But yeah, you didn't get. F- I play one on TV. Right. He had to go that route because he got fired. But, <laughs> I know. You know, I hey creds. I give him creds. Like yeah. I said, I like him, and I'm glad that you like him. And I we need people like that to stir the pot. Yeah, we do, within reason. And I like. You know. um, his partner Karen Demas. Oh, that's probably right. So it sounds familiar. Oh, I've been so out of the state smart. now for. I love her. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, you know what? We might have to take a break and um, continue. Sure. We're already at like fifty minutes. What? That's good. We're gold. You know. I mean, you know, wrap I, it up. You want to keep going? I'm having fun. Yeah, we can I take keep a break. Going. I'd All like right. to take a break. All right. Have another drink. You got it. I'll set up. Recharge the bourbon. So we're gonna take a break from our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Our sponsors is Dean Beatty's podcast. What's the name of it? (laughs) Car Scene with Dean. There you go. Yeah. So he's our sponsor. And um, we'll be back. Hold up. 